born in trouble. Cleaning out the frame out. Hey, 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 what's going on? Same as these others. Welcome to the 33rd episode of Born in Trouble, second season. It's almost time for the third season. Y'all can hear the music now? You hear the music now? Yes, sir. Talk about that's what I'm talking about. Now we can hear the music, so we're gonna give it a little bit of applause and welcome my illustrious guest from Detroit, Michigan, home of City Wings, two eight nine six West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come down and get you some. Come get you some. We're gonna have to change this one. Leave it, Grant Lancaster. Grant Lancaster. What up, dog? What up, though? What'd it be like? From Los Angeles. Oh, no, wait. Parts Unknown, California. Mr. Gene Hopkins. <laughs> Metro LA area. Go blue. Dodgers did the damn thing. Bottom of the night. Crack. Taylor. The Dom Ting. The Dom Ting. Which brings us back to you know, the, the, reggae, the reggae boys are playing the U.S. squad right now in uh, in the world. Oh yeah, that yeah, was watching that man till the till the uh, Seattle game came. And as you walk in here from the greater New Jersey area, Mr. Robert Brooks. Good morning, one and all. What's going on? What's going on? John John says he's in the mood today, so we're gonna see how this one's gonna go. Nah, I was in the mood today when I woke up this morning, but I'm gonna tell you the truth. I got so far deep into what I was doing with the technical stuff, I kind of lost my edge. It's sort of like the brother from I'm Gonna Get You Sucker who said, we were protesting out there, and we came in there a hundred strong. And when we left, it was just me. They were hiring that day. So today they were... They handed out job applications. Handed out job applications. Get you some of that federal. They lit. walked in with guns and came out with jobs. Jobs. <laughs> the brothers weren't mad anymore. <laughs> right. That is. That might be Clarence Williams' greatest role. Yeah. Might be better than than Legba on Miami Vice. Better than Link on the. Nah, Bible. nah, 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 ah, nah. Well, Clarence, Clarence Williams' best work was a uh, whoop, whoop from uh, Sugar Hill. Oh, oh, daddy is yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want me to do? Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm already dead. Already dead. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Clarence Williams, great thespian. That was his best work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, bruh, yeah. bruh, he, he was on, oh, Eddie Kane, well, oh, Eddie Kane, I, I don't know the brother's name, but he's Eddie Kane to me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his name is uh, his name is Wright. I think his last name is Wright. I can't remember his first name. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's for the ladies to remember. Actually, for the ladies. <laughs> See now, y'all can hear all the sound effects. It's here we go. So much fun. Here we here so we go. Much fun. Here we go. Uh, you should be you should be happy because I was so tight doing what I was doing today building online that I didn't get a chance to actually get into the sounds. I only got to record one sound and I don't think I'm going to get to use it today. So it's a reprieve. Imagine yourself. Imagine like next week it would be locked up. Won't let me out. Something like that. But it won't be that. You don't have the rights to this music. 
weren't in trouble, does not know own the rights of this music. So anyway, fellas, I, yeah, I was on one this week because, you know, um, I was a little bit tight about something that was said. We were talking about Corona this week. It's been a lot of conversation about Corona, what's going on. Um, actually, one of our contributors put up a post this morning because, like, that's the only time I'm ever on Facebook between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. in the morning, you know, usually. And I check in periodically during the day just to see if I'm just to see if there's a fire that's raging right next door and I don't know anything about it. But beyond that, I'm usually in my cave, but, um, Orlando put up a video about his decision to take the vaccine and his reasons for taking the vaccine. And they were very, very valid reasons. You know, we all know the brother likes to travel. And, you know, he had family that was like, um, putting a lot of pressure on him, worried about his well-being, And he decided to go ahead and take the shot. He wasn't calling it a vaccine or a shot. He was calling it something different. And, um, he's been okay. So big shout out to Orlando, big W.O. Walters there. Glad that you got through it. And we've had this conversation about the vaccine or about the shot for a long time on this show. And some of the status of some of the members of this panel have changed since that time, you know, and that's because of necessity a lot of times and because of whatever it's going on, it's your choice. The whole point about us having this conversation about it is that it is your choice and you should be able to have free speech about everything that's going on. And yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. I, I, I made the mistake of popping on CNN earlier. It was you know, six o'clock, like whatever. Let me see what, see what, see what I'm missing on the planet. And the question was, do vaccine mandates work? I'm like, yeah, you threaten people's money. Vaccine mandates work. Like that ain't about science. That's about it. That's about a cop economics. And that's what it like you threaten everybody's bread. Yeah. But that don't mean this shit works. If you've got Dave a- Chappelle said he was magic Johnson of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> That's what he said. I ain't get any symptoms. He said I was the Magic Johnson of COVID. <laughs> that was yeah, that, that was, brother. That brother loves to provoke. Was, you got you got um, that show live, right, Grant? Yeah, yeah, I did. What's yeah. stopping that? You you both uh, right? Yeah, I saw that recording. No, I didn't see the recording, even though he did record some of it here. Um, it's not the show that I went to. So I, I yeah. so the people that I went with, they, they watched it and they're like, yo, you got to watch it because it's, it's like, it's some differences in the show. Yeah. Very, I, I know it's very little, but everything he put on Netflix special, I pretty much remember. Okay. No, pretty much. But maybe there was something special in Vegas when I was there, but. You know that now, yeah. he's out working. He's out workshopping that material. You got to get it tight. You got to yeah. get it tight. Mm, Fifty yeah. minutes or an hour. It was ten. tight that night because I remember I knew where he was going with some of the material and everything else. But others, you know, I had just I forgot. You know, because I was tore down at that show, man. But I remember a lot of. It. <laughs> I like, but but it was good. I like seeing the show because good, it's good. like his conversation, his comedy was based upon a lot of stuff that we've actually talked about here. You know, we've talked about LGBTQ and how um, a lot of times they work like a cabal when it comes, if they don't agree with you, then that's basically it. (laughs) And and, um, 
you know, Dave Chappelle kind of put it in much better terms and he really put it out there. Like, you know, because like we do sometimes feel like you have to feel like you've been skipped over by like LGBTQ. A lot of times when they say stuff to me, it's like, I look at them like, you know, are you looking at me, motherfucker? Like, you're going to tell me about oppression and like, you know, what it's like to be, you know, you, someone has to, unless you are wearing like a dress or makeup and sashaying or whatever and everything, most times if you're a gay person, someone has to ask you if you were a gay. No one has to ask me if I am black. I am just black. That's just it. Well, he's not that. You know, he really, you know what? He did. He asked questions, which was a little bit different. That's what this was. A, you know, that's what he's brilliant. I mean, his, his home show was brilliant and, and just the mechanics of it. And, you know, along with the context delivery and everything, but he asked a question to the crowd. Right. He said, can a gay person be racist? You know, uh, and I don't, you know, I don't remember that part in Vegas, but so then of course he was like, yeah, you know, he started telling the story and, and the story ends up where, uh, you know, a gay person was first offended, uh, by him, uh, and then, uh, threatened to call the cops. So he says, yeah, you know, they're gay and so they need to be white. <laughs> then he said, that's what I don't like about it. But his, but it, it really is, it's, it really never is what you say. It's, it's how you say it. And his how you say it is fucking brilliant, man. Brilliant. On, on you say the, that I say some of the scariest topics. So you say that on some of the it is fucked up. That's what you're saying. You're not Dave Chappelle, okay? I'm not, so, what, what, I'm not saying you're fucked up, you know? I know what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you, but not saying that you're fucked up. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not saying you don't have his talent or his capabilities, but... Uh, beg you can't yeah, so if you're going to compare yourself to him, that shit is fucked up. I'm not... That ain't even where you at. John, you are a consummate professional in broadcasting. And in all things where you have to apply yourself, where I'm, where I'm, you have the, uh, where I'm doing swift ability to, to uh, digest information, a professional, a professional garbage time guy. Cause this is like, <laughs> this is like, it's just what it is. Bro. You know, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeez. Get my caviar. I'm out. Is that what I'm supposed to say next? <laughs> Uh, supposed to see if he has some great poupon first. Then you bounce. Great poupon, baby. Uh, we we do it. No, but his sentiment is similar to your to ours, I should say. And he just you know he puts it out there. He does. But he's gonna catch some hell for that. Bro. Oh, they are. They are. They are coming. They, for yeah, they're already on the hook. There's there's a lot of ink that's being spilled today. Well, you know, uh, that's why he said telling his opinion. That's why. That's why he called it the uh, his last closer or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's his last show. He finished his contract. He's done. Dave Chappelle's gonna do whatever the hell he wants to do, and I applaud you for it. At least you said it. People don't like hearing stuff that's uncomfortable, but the truth of the matter is, there's something about everything that makes everyone uncomfortable. How are you gonna put? Are we supposed to make laws for everyone? That's where we all start. That's where people start calling you libtard or when they start saying that you're, you know, your white privilege or whatever it is, that's where it all begins. It all begins with you making excuses, not being able to take that, that man's truth. 
That's his truth. I have to accept your truth. You have to accept my truth. Let's go smoke old doobie. Separate doobies. Like I like you know, doobies. He 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 took it to a you know, he took it to a very poignant place and you know, he made a great, you know, like his whole thing, you know, he brought he boiled it down in this conversation with the strength, like, yo, just I'm just asking you to accept that I'm having a human moment. Like that's all I'm asking. And he was, you know, everybody seems to have blown over that part. Like people are going to be uncomfortable with, you know, they have to they ha- there has to be some acceptance of the fact that there's been a certain doctrine preached for a long time. People aren't just going to wake up one day and go, oh, they said, it's, they said trans people are okay, so we're okay with it. Like, there's, it's going to take some people some time to, to get some comfort. You know, his whole well, point his about everybody good. having come into this world through the legs of a woman, like, at a bio, uh, there, you know, there's a certain biological fact of that that is undeniable. Um, he just, I thought he brought it home in a really good way. And once again, people... You know, they ain't stick around for the they ain't stick around for the point. You know, they just got hung up on all the BS in between and the storytelling devices. Well, the point doesn't make. He made his point at the beginning. He made his point at the beginning. His contention is with white people, mm-hmm. uh, and so if you look at it through that lens, right, then he, he's not bashing one side. He's using that side as a comparison to how things are, you know, are able to happen for their struggle, but the black struggle is still on the back burner where it has been. And that's what, that's what he's, that's what he is. I mean, that's my interpretation of what he's yelling out. And, you know, he's being a comedian about, uh, people who say otherwise. That was the whole, that was the whole, uh, the baby thing, a little baby, whatever. Well, I, I never get them right. Whether it's little baby or the baby, it's the baby, like. That was his whole point about that. Like, yo, like he said that and y'all tried to cancel him. He shot and killed somebody. <laughs> Record sales no weren't affected in the least. No problem with it. Right. It's like that. Like, it, it's, it's still like, okay in America to shoot black people. It's okay to shoot black right. people. It's okay to talk about it in your music, but you can't say anything about a gay person in their music because your music is going to get canceled. There's like, you know... The the argument oh, yeah. is not the, the discussion is not about whether it's whether one is like more important than the other. Your the discussion is about the disparity. The simple fact that you yeah, think, right. and that he said that exactly. You, know, you think that this is, but you could say it a million. You could say it a million different ways to these people, and they still always get it the same way. They still only hear that part. What that is like you to them. It's like the cold. It's like the COVID thing. You could talk about like listen. You know, I drink berry, I eat berries and like drink things and I like put mask on my face and I don't go out any place and whatever and everything. And the only thing that other people want to hear is that you're putting me in fucking jeopardy, but we're not putting you in jeopardy. Who's putting you in jeopardy is everyone walking around unmasked and breathing on each other and having like, you know, all these different things. And if you're not aware of what goes on with COVID right now, I'm going to, I'm here to tell you that COVID works in a two month spike. So we just got done with a two-month spike. So right now it's on a downturn. So if I was a young single person and I wanted to go out and I wanted to wanna take the chance and roll the dice with something, with doing something that I probably shouldn't do and everything. Like a glory hole? I don't know. Glory hole? Glory hole. I'm not, I'm, we're, not, we're not endorsing glory holes. We're not endorsing Do you, glory pass, do you pass COVID with it? Do something. That would be the time because it's at a two-month spike. And 
In another two months, it's going to go back up again. But COVID facts are that we've actually lost 1,000 more people at this time with the vaccine at this point in time than we did last year without the vaccine. 1,000 more people. And everyone's going back to work. And we're going to start this. We're going to kick this new thing off with this new, this next subject off with something that we were talking about, black people and employment. Um, black people, we're the only group, black unemployment is the only group that went up in hookers to 9% from 8%. We actually gained the point, more people being unemployed, despite all of the jobs that are out there and all of the things that are going on. White people stayed the same, 4.5%. But black people have become unemployed at a higher rate. Why do you think that is? Is this something that we're, is this because there's lots of jobs out there, supposedly. Yeah. And but the jobs that are out there, jobs that are out there are primarily shit jobs though. You know what I mean? They're, they're, uh, like your fast foods, your, uh, cleaning, clerk. you know, clean, right. Retail, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're like minimum wage type jobs. You know what I mean? That's, that's what the majority of jobs that are, that are out there are. You know, that's, and this, this is what they've made it. Like pe people that were intricate parts of whatever company have been working from home. Now the companies may in fact determine that these people were, are no longer necessary because there's a brick and mortar piece that they have to, that they have to account for. And these people are not contributing to that brick and mortar anymore. But like for city wings, like we, like, I mean, we have a small, we have a small, uh, small group of employees. We may have employed 10 people at a time. I've had four employees for since, like, since money started coming out, since the government started giving people money, I've had four employees. Four. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's rough out here. Are people still getting, getting money in uh, Michigan? You know, I don't know. Cause they, they never gave me a stamp. So I don't know if people are still getting money or not. They turned uh -oh. the faucet off out here in Cali. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, Lap off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if they're still getting money or not, but, um, people are not as gung ho to go to work and particularly not doing those, those type of jobs, you know? Well, you know? one problem has been, um, a lot of people have been staying at home. They've been taking care of their own kids and childcare comes into it somewhat because there aren't as many Absolutely. spots with childcare and openings with childcare. And for you to go back, what people are doing is like financially, fiscally, it doesn't pay for them to go back to work and try to find a daycare since there's no, there's no one to watch your kids. So it's like, it's one of these things where it's not possible and everything, but, um, yeah. the no longer necessary piece. I got something else on that because. I always talk about how people are getting rid of jobs. Do you know that these companies now, these corporations, they've discovered they've they're starting to hire actuaries and they've discovered that, um, employees that are sent back to work, if you're vaccinated, now we all know that people are being forced, Rob, you said it at the very beginning about people being forced to go back to work because you can't afford yeah. to do anything else. Okay. And those people have. that aren't going back to work, their companies are firing them like very quickly. And people are just thinking, yeah, it's just because they shouldn't be putting people in jeopardy. And that's the reason why. Now, no, 
1,000 more people died this year out of millions from this country. 1,000 more died this year from this virus than they did last year from this virus, okay? And they're telling you that it's okay for you to go back to work. It's just the unvaccinated that are dying, but we know it's not just the unvaccinated that are dying. They're putting you into a Petri dish. If you refuse to go back to work, they're firing you. Why? Because actuaries have already discovered that it's actually cheaper for them to get rid of their old workforce and hire an entirely, completely new workforce. This is why hospitals- With lesser benefits. With lesser benefits. And the one reason why is because one of the reasons that a lot of people are hesitant is because of that damn waiver, okay? That waiver does not allow you to sue Moderna or Pfizer or Johnson and Johnson, definitely not Johnson and Johnson. You rolled the dice when you did that anyway. So like, you know, like Dave Chappelle said, it's like, I, I wouldn't do that, but you can't sue them. But <laughs> he said, that's the most biggest city ever. Did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Now, but the one company the that third, you can't sue. Third best option. <laughs> but the one, but Pete Game though, the one group that you can sue is your employer. That dirty. Your employer is the only group that you can actually sue. So if you go back to work and you have some symptoms from the shot afterwards and you're working, you can actually sue the company that you're working for. So this is why a lot of these corporations are so quick to get rid of half of their workforce because they know that by mandating for them to come back to work, if they come back to work and they get sick while they're at work, they're the ones that are on the line in court. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, that, th- those are some of the factors for sure. Uh, there are a lot of, I, you know, there's, there's plenty of factors. I think though that, you know, like my, like my man in Chicago, a good friend of mine always said when we were talking, you know, about things to come. Yo, know, people ain't really good and broke yet, but that's when, that's, that's when the change would be like a tidal wave. <laughs> you know, I mean, we just coming off the, uh, the giveaways, you know, there's a couple little, uh, giveaways to come, but they're small in comparison to, you know, the weekly stipend they were giving people and stuff. And, uh, at the end of the day, man, you know, uh, shit, reality is going to set in. And, and, and then some, when people start getting good, bro. Well, the corporations are definitely CYA by, by taking the stance, because what that's going to allow them to do is, you know, it's cheaper to pay somebody who's just walking in the door than it was to pay someone who's been employed by, by you for 15 years. That person. They've been doing that for decades though. Yeah. They've been doing it for decades, but it takes a little different spin here. Because you go back to work. You can, now you can do it in mass. Yeah. Now you can do it in mm-hmm. mass and you cut your liability in mass. So they're just collecting more money, collecting more money, collecting more money. And you're starting at a new job now because your company lets you go for whatever reason they could come up with. And you don't have any, you can't sue that new company. You can't sue the new company. That's why they're hiring. Man, let me just. Grant's sitting there looking like they need to go to work and hand out some pink slips. 
<laughs> I see you, Greg. To what? To, to the four left? To the, to the four right. people left? Right. Yeah, they ain't had shit. Exactly. I mean, that's what <laughs> so, can have whatever they want. They are safe. Some thank yous and some free meals. They are safe. You know, but no, you know, I, I, you know, don't, I mean, it's easier said than done. Uh, but I, I think one way to combat that is to figure out some type of, uh, I mean, the only incentive there is is some type of, you know, small partnership roles and shit for people who can really make it go or whatever. But anyway, I just want to say this. Socialism? Well, no, I'm talking about, I'm just talking to Grant, you know, as far as, uh, you know, you start making people partners with small percentages, then, you know, you might have, you might have a hook in him, you know, uh, you know, they have an interest, you know, and stuff, but, but they got to be the right person. That's the hardest part. But anyway, let me say this. Fucking mandate let me just go over some numbers you guys correct me if i'm wrong so the the flu was knocking out five hundred thousand people a year right correct okay and and they never mandated no flu shots for nothing right right so try all right but But they didn't get there yeah right well so so how is it that covid right uh you know can get this shit sparked to the point where, oh, they mandate you have to go get this motherfucking vaccine or you ain't going to be able to move around. That's basically what they say. You ain't going to be able to move around if you don't get this vaccine. Move around, meaning move around and make a living. Move around socially, move around any goddamn way. You know what I'm saying? If you're Because companies ain't going to hire you, this and that and everything else. So basically, you're going to have to go off the reservation to survive if you don't, don't get this damn vaccine. That's... Man, I'm telling you, that's a hell of a fucking thing, man. But is, is that is that, that is that real though? Because I'm just saying, I don't know what the percentages are, but let's say enough people just decided, you know what, fuck that, we ain't gonna take this vaccine. What do you What are you gonna do as a, as a company that needs that needs to hire people? It needs to spend their money. If your mandate is you're not gonna hire people that refuse the jab, then if people, you know, if, if the majority of people refuse the jab and I'm, I'm not saying whether you should or should not, but I'm just saying if, if the group think turn from, if the group think turn to everybody should not take it, then what would these companies do? They would be forced to acquiesce. Yeah. But how do you get that many people to turn against what in the beginning seems like their own personal self-interest? And well, lock out all the noise. True, true. So it, are dead. This, this is the United thing. States are dead. And the thought process that built unions in the United States of America is dead. So let's just give it a round of applause. They've done a great job. We're applauding the death of unions. Uh, I'm I'm applauding stupidity because like they've done a great job. They've done a great job of convincing people to believe and espouse points of view that don't benefit them at all. So that whole thought process of someone who is going to go and stand up like Norma Ray, you know, these motherfuckers don't even know Norma Ray. Nobody, they don't know what that movie is about, you know, period. They don't know what that story is about. The story, the movie is based upon a story of real life activity. All of the movies that you used to see about unions and about the unions actually winning, they don't get played anywhere. 
Which way is up? Which way is up is on all the time. <laughs> and I will watch it damn near every time. That's Richard Pryor. Word. Richard Pryor. He Word. Gets a of applause for yeah. But the majority of the majority that is Richard Pryor at the top of his game. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt. Ooh, the bitch are going crazy. <laughs> Put this glove on your ass. <laughs> I remember we went to go see that. Right. I saw that in Virginia when I was like eight years old. They let us sneak in. They were like, don't, how old is he? Don't tell nobody. It was me and my sister and my brother and my cousins. And they weren't even older. I saw it as a kid in the 70s. God damn, Andy, man. Yeah, you had to I go as a kid in the you, 70s. You had to go with your parents. Not to be a freak, just like your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Apples do not fall far from the truth. Yeah, but that that story is like, that's not what we're going to, that's not what we're going to see. What we're going to see is we're going to see more AI. We're going to see more stuff like, you know, they've built a robot now that can actually go up and down and up and down the aisles of a business and test you for COVID at a distance. So you can have a workspace of 1,000 people and that can be handled by two robots in the course of the day. You know how much those robots cost each? $30,000. That's a loan salary. So, That's nothing. Exactly. So there, there's, to, to, to that point, there's a, I read about a restaurant in Texas that has a automated kiosk. It's like a, like a R2D2, but it's a kiosk that'll, when the customer comes in, the customer interacts only with the robot. And the ro so the, the robot approaches the person, they, I, I guess they punch their, their order in or whatever the robot goes back, the food is prepared. And then the robot brings it back out. $17,000 for those machines. So yes. So yes. So they're, 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 for the personnel. Correct. I, I correct. remember years ago uh, in my, in my day job, uh, a couple of the, the stations were looking for automation. And so we ran through a couple of different companies and we, we found one that had a product that we really liked, but it was, you know, way more than all the other companies we had looked at. And so we had the meeting with the stations. I was like, look, this is going to cost you X per game. And it, immediately everybody in the room was like, well, it's going to cost us money. Like, okay, here's what it's going to cost you to hire a board op. And here's what it's going to cost you to do this. If you think you can do it better than that number, by all means, don't do the automation. And the only guy who didn't do the automation had a 16 year old son. So he had free labor at home. <laughs> he basically right. made his son do all the games on the weekends and stuff. All the, all the off shifts, put his son to work. Everybody else was like, they signed on that day. They had to go ask nobody. Whenever you can replace humans with a machine. They're going to 17,000. Let's just, let's just say that you get three years out of that robot. Holy shit. That's right. Savings on that. No sick days. Yeah. Oh, bruh. I'm contemplating. <laughs> contemplating. See that the day. What, what, what would that robot do at, at your business, uh, Grant? All that. All the that. All the like, like, uh, Right. No right. Chicken all it does is go up to the, go up to the, go up to the, uh, to the customer. The customer puts their order in, and then the robot, you know, it, it goes into the system. When the order comes out, the robot takes it right to him. So is this the line for Dragon's Maze? Wow, the line is really long. Mommy, we'll meet up later. How long will you wait? As long as it takes. So you guys are only going to do this one ride all day? It won't be that long, probably. Mom, 
can you get us food? Wait, wait, are they cutting? Caleb, food is so far away. Should I say something? Daddy, pick me up. Mom! Hey, there's a line here. Daddy, swing That's like 20 people. Oh One person holds the line for 20 people? This is bull. Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com. So, so it's no... That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, you have to pay somebody to do it now. I mean, somebody, somebody's got to prep the food. Somebody's got to take the order. I mean, we have an online order yeah. piece. We have an online order in peace, but you know, people like to call in, you know, Detroit is a, Detroit is a, uh, it's the motor city. You know what I mean? It's, so it's, right. it's very mobile. You know what I mean? Everybody's in a car, everybody's doing something. So people just have a tendency to call in orders. Um, but yeah, if you could, cause if we could get rid of the, if we could get rid of the phones, I could get rid of, rid of a person. And not that I, not that I would get rid of a person. I would just put them in another capacity, but. Right. You're your own actual. But if I could get use them in a, in a place that's more useful, more productive. Right. But but if I could get three or four of these robots, though, mm. <laughs> I, now you might be talking. Right now, you see, now you're own, you're your own actuary. The downside to that, you see, like this is why this is why I like to have this, and this is why we have this panel because you're a business owner, right? As a business owner, you're a human being and a business owner. As a human being. I'm sure you would like to pay those people salaries as a business owner. Right. You can secure your business by paying, by getting that robot. More money you have, less chances mm -hmm. that things are going to go bad for you. And if anything, you can look, look to expand and things might actually get really good. And so, also OSHA doesn't call your ass. Something happens to right. the robot. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is the human element. So when people talk, so now, now we're, we're kind of breaking down the difference between like economics and real life, because real life is that like three, four people out of work say, see, say you have to cut half of your staff and you say that you have four people that have stuck there, but I'm sure you've had revolving characters filling in other spots or there are right. times where you have like revolving characters filling in different spots. So now you can get rid of those four characters. Okay. But that's four characters that won't be right. eating and won't have money for rent. So automation in a very real way affects people, but nobody cares to talk about that. Absolutely. Nobody cares to talk about it, but it's important. And it makes you wonder like, you know, how much money is enough? You know, are we really working for, are we working for a, like society for people, for black people, or are we working for the corporations? Pleasure. Because if we go and we, we solicit those businesses that don't pay people money because they can offer products at a lower price, where does the cutting stop? Where do you actually draw? So we, 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 we gave that one away a long time ago. When we, when we let Walmart take over, we basically yeah. gave over in that. We gave over that one. We said, we really don't care what Americans make as long as we get our shit cheap. Right. Like, and that was, that was the time to make that decision. And that, that, that ship has sailed. But this, this is something that we've talked about and particularly in terms of city wing, like I can't, I don't, I don't run city wing strictly by the numbers because I can't, you know what I mean? Like sit, like city wings to me is for my people. It's not, it's not for me. It's for, it's for my people. Like I work. You know what I mean? Like I, even though I have city wings, I still go to work every day. Mm -hmm. So I don't need, I don't need to eat off of city wing. 
right? So all that, all the, all the money that City Wings makes can go right back into City Wings, be that employees, be that equipment, be it whatever. You know what I mean? So to me, it's, it's a, it's a better look for me to pay my people enough to keep them coming. You know what I mean? Like that's, cause that's ultimately what it's all about. Like, I, I mean, it's fine for me to, you know, I'm not a, like flossing anything, but I need to pass this information on to other people. You know what I mean? And show them that there's a way that you can make things happen in life without necessarily having a college degree or having a, being born with a silver spoon in your mouth or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? It's, it's about passing on some legacy to me. So that's why I do it the way that I do it. Like, it's not about, it's not about the money. I mean, you know, everybody needs money. That's why it's called money. But, uh, it, to me, it's more important to leave the legacy, the footprint, you know, set the example. Recognize that's, that's that. where, to me, that's where it really comes in. You recognize that. So that's a very, that's a very woke perspective though. Yeah. Like most people. Most people, their legacy is attached to the money that they're leaving behind for their people. So you're taking a very altruistic look at things, which is, which is better for society. But unfortunately, it's very rare that people are looking at it that way. Right. You know, but then again, people who are in the food arts tend to be like food is a form of love. Like a lot of chefs you find, like most chefs ain't in it to get rich. Right. They're just in it to cook. Right. You know, they just want to share that, that experience and that feeling with people, mm -hmm. and then, you know, and then, you know, they get lucky, you know, Danny Meyer, you know, he, he, he struck it rich. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's the case. Like I said, man, this, but this is, this is one of the, one of the bigger problems as I see it with this country is, you know, how much is enough? You know what I mean? Like when, when the greedy comes in, all bets are off, you know what I mean? And at some point. At some point, to me, you have to, you have to be satisfied. Like in, in the absence of want, there is no, like, you can't control me if I don't want anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want a Maybach. You know what I mean? Like if I had the money to get a Maybach, would I? Eh, maybe. That's a little, little too flossy felt. You know what I mean? Like my job is I wear a uniform at work. You know what I mean? So I don't spend a whole bunch of money on clothes and shoes and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like both my jobs. If I'm at, if I'm at city wings, I'm in the uniform. If I'm at the fire department, I'm in the uniform. So I don't spend a lot of money on, on like frivolous type shit. To me, I, I, I just like, I don't, I don't want a lot. You know what I mean? And maybe that's why, maybe that's why I look at it the way that I look at it because I don't want a lot. But how many people do you encounter in your daily travels who don't, who have that same, like, you know, when, once you realize that what you have is enough, once you are satisfied with what you have, it actually opens up the whole world for you. But everybody spends so much time wanting the next thing. They're in that relentless chase for the next thing where everything is going to get better. When I get this next thing, everything is going to get better. Right. How many people do you encounter in your days who have, who share that same sort of, that same sort of attitude that you do? They're like, yo, I'm content. Like I got yeah. it. And, there, and there's, but that's the, that's the, the drug dealer mentality though, or the drug addict mentality is you always, you, you got that first thing that made you feel that, that euphoria and you constantly chasing that same, that feeling and you never, you know, drug addicts, they never get back to that original high. 
You know what I mean? And that's, that's, that's the game though. Like you constantly chasing that high, constantly chasing it. So you constantly spinning, you, you on, you on, you on the hamster wheel now, you know what I mean? Like you constantly going, constantly going and you never, you always chasing that high, but you can never get it. And this is, this is what it is. Like they keep putting shit in front of you to buy. They keep putting shit in front of you, making you feel like whatever you're doing is not enough. Your hair ain't, your hair ain't good enough. Your car ain't good enough. Your shoes ain't good enough. Your bag ain't good enough. So you got to keep going on this hamster wheel to try to get the next shit. You know what I mean? I got to get the damn, you know, whatever. I get got to get the the new Bronco, you know, not the not the small little piece of shit Bronco, the the new one. That's a small right. piece of shit that I'm wondering why they sport. made that motherfucker. The sport. Yeah. yeah. The big Bronco, right? The real yeah. Bronco. Right. 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 You know, I mean, but if, if you don't, if you don't want any of that, though, you know what I mean? Like if you just want to be able to get where you got to go, that could be a bicycle. I mean, they got these little pay-as-you-go mopeds all over this country. You know what I mean? So you ain't even really got to buy a car. Those, those scooters but, are awesome, but I know I look like a tourist on them. <laughs> but I ride that motherfucker. Look, every chance I get, look, you see me around town and I'm... Yeah, it'll get you exactly where you want to go, though. You know what I mean? And, and this is the thing. You know what I mean? Like, what, do you, what is it that you really want? You know what I mean? So you got to get the, every, every iPhone that comes out. Really? You just got the 12. Now you got to get the 13. And it, yeah, yeah, like you can't wait for the 14 to come out after you get the 13. I mean, what the fuck? Well, that's the, yeah, that's, so that's those, those things are actually considered to be enhancements of life. You know, a better iPhone is like, that means you're living a better life. So it's a, and it's really, and we all, right, know that but, that, we all know that that feeling is just like, it's intrinsic. That's something for you. That's inside of you. I went from six to twelve. I went from six to well, twelve. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, then I'm gonna go from twelve to eighteen. Goddamn, you know, and come in until <laughs> they till they let obsolescence kicks in. Keep right, my shit. right. Yeah, and who? Well, who who made you want it? You know what I mean? Like Chanel, like a Chanel bag. Chanel ain't the hot shit because. Chanel is only the hot shit because somebody told you it's the hot shit. Like you ain't never had a Chanel bag, right? So why why are you why are you fiending for a Chanel bag and you've never had one? Just the bag. You fiending for one because somebody told you that it's the shit, right? You know what I mean? It's it's not it's, it's not, not the item yeah. that's the shit. It's not the item yeah. that's the shit. It, it's the perceived status that it that it right. It's the lens. It's you. the perceived status. It's the, yeah, you know, no, although I, mean, I will say, and this is, you know, I, y'all, y'all may or may not know that I got a shoe thing or I had a shoe thing going. Um, this whole vegan thing is fucking it up right now. I'm still trying to figure that out, but, um, that was for it. Like, I was, I was feeding Gucci loafers and I found, and I finally got a pair on my feet. My fucks are worth every time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. I heard it. Right. That shit, I, it yeah. wrapped around my foot. I was like, God damn, no wonder why these yeah. get $500. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I tried on a pair of Gucci loafers. But where am I going to wear them to? Yeah. Where, where am yeah, I going to wear them? I don't have to wear them. You know, my thing was, you can't resole them. Like Gucci loafers, once you wear them out, you just chuck them. Like, yo, that's what people would bread. And I ain't got bread like that. Like right. I, I had to have that moment of honesty with myself. Like, do they do they feel good? Do they look good? Yeah. But I ain't got bread like that. Like I can't be buying five hundred dollar disposable shoes. You know, I, I always found it, yeah. I always found it interesting when um 
you would see people get arrested at stores like in New York City, like Barney's and like the high-end stores. And it would be some black person that was buying some like miscellaneous item. And, you know, sometimes it would be like a bag. Sometimes it would be like, you know, a purse or like, you know, it would be like, um, like, you know, a belt and everything, for example. And like, you know, you say Gucci loafers, like to me, I'm still shopping for things that were, that are like, you know, comfortable. Gucci loafers would be the first thing on my list because cozy feet come on. Cozy feet, yo. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Your be cozy in the motherfucker. All right. But I, I don't understand. They are. I don't understand, like, the whole bag thing. But then, like, you know, but then again, that's just not my thing. It's not my thing. So it's like, to me, it's like, I, I, I can understand why. Who am I to judge someone for wanting something? And when these people right. get arrested or they get harassed for something, they'd be like, well, you know, he works at work as a store clerk again. What's he doing going and buying a bag? If you saved up for that shit and that's what you wanted, then that's what you deserve. You earned it. You know, we, we get too much into determining who deserves what. And that's how we determine the value of whether or not we can take from someone or we can give from that person. And this is everyone that we all have these value judgments that we run through. Just different levels. Just different levels of that shit. But it's just not, it's Look. just not, it's just not smart. Uh, for, you know, it, for what we were talking about, it's just not smart, like Rob was saying, to go and uh and make a move like that, especially when they're. It's not smart to have the habits, I guess, to even get further into the roots. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, not like it, it's smart. It's it's not smart on so many levels. Like one, like okay, you know, yeah, I know some cats, you know. Like, yeah, you bought your, you bought your girl that bag, but you don't have retirement fund. You don't have life insurance. Like you don't have like the basic building blocks of a, of an economic platform for yourself and your family, but you got her the bag. So yeah, she happy. And you got head that night because paid $1,800 for a bag, but economically your family is worse off. <laughs> right. But, but so, the, but, but here's the thing though, you can't, you can't really to, to to my way of thinking, you can't really say that it's that it's not smart. You can't blame the people for wanting the things that they want because since you came from the womb, you've been you've been indoctrinated. You've been indoctrinated with this with this rat race mentality that you got to have bigger and better, and you got to be you got to have something fresher than your neighbor, whatever, whatever. That's that's been since since the the womb. Like 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 Layla six. If she's watching Nickelodeon or whatever she's watching, dog. So a half hour show on Nickelodeon is probably ten minutes of actual show, and then and twenty minutes commercials for Brad. Twenty minutes of commercial, and right, right. And so she, so she, so you know, she'll she'll come like, yo, I want, I want, I want, and I'm like, nah, man, that's not that's not what we do around here. We don't we don't want for a whole bunch of shit. We get what we need. And we get what we need so that we can do what we got to do. And that's, a and it, you know, it's a hard lesson for a six-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's particularly not, in this that message anywhere else. Yeah. Right. Particularly well, in this culture. Well, the reason why. But it ain't hard for you to give that shit, is it? <laughs> At all. That's <laughs> good. That's a good daddy clap. That's good. Daddy. I know that's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. Ladies in Detroit. <laughs> 
No, I, I'm not going to do that. We got a high value man. We got a high, got a high value man. You said you didn't want no problems before we started. Everybody said, everybody on the panel said they didn't want no problems. So it's like, I'm just going to bring it back to that. But, um, you know, what I'll say, it'll be like, you know what? We got, do they have like a fireman calendar in Detroit? Yeah, we did one. Did you like one of those for uh, for charity? You did one. Yeah, we did. We did one some years ago. You, you did one. Sure. No, no. I'm saying we as now. It's your as your We as I'm saying I'm saying we as we as your not me. Were you holding your axe, Grant? Is that what you're going to listen? Okay, now we're going off. But you know, going back to the going back to the subject, though. Um. It's it's easy for them to sell us stuff because human nature is that we all want something. That is like, it's natural. When you're little kids, you see stuff. Oh, you want to go fuck with it. You want it. So they've just taken, they've just taken, and that's the one thing that the media um, society has mastered, which is selling us shit, selling us products, selling us ideas, selling us pathways and things that we can relate to. And that's something that we all relate. So you have to do what you do, Grant, with your daughter in order to break that cycle or else, you know, that programming is, that programming is strong. It's strong. And it's something oh, yeah. that we're all fighting. It's something that we're, well, we're not all fighting against. Just some of us are fighting against. With different ways. I do the same. No, I would, I would, Twitter. I would say, uh, yeah, a lot of people. I, I, I would say better than 97%. Better than 97%. There's a couple of enlightened folks, but it ain't a lot. No, they're not trying. They're not trying. Those aren't big numbers. They're not looking for it. And, you know, people get rocked to sleep. And, you know, you would think that your elders would have enough knowledge to, like, you know, warn people at this point in time, but they don't seem to give a fuck either. We are our elders now. We have to do it. Well, one, one, we're, we're becoming the elders, but two, I mean, they were rocked to sleep in the same system. Like they right. were, they were brought up under the same, under the same, you know, indoctrination wasn't as severe, wasn't as pervasive, but it was new technology. Heck they were, they were dazzled by it. Mm. You know, shit, they, right. they shoot yeah. pictures through space into our living room. Right. What? Right. I got what? 20 channels full of shit to watch on TV. Man. First color TV on the block. We go from the first color TV yeah. to the first cable TV. It's like, it's amazing what technology has done over the years. And we're caught up. Yeah. And, they, and, and just, con just consider the leap, the leap that technology, a leap that technology has taken. All that shit. Yep. But oh, over, oh. just, just think about this though, <laughs> over, over like the last like 40 years, just think of the leap that technology has taken, bro. Oh yeah. I mean, we're, 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 we're in four different cities and we're looking at each other. Crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm each other talking like, in real time. Right. Yeah. This, yeah. this is awesome. This is awesome. Jetsons. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. Yeah, and yeah. we're doing I mean, it on devices. I mean, you know, my laptop fits into a bag I carried around on my back. Forty years right. ago, the device that what they'd have needed to do this would have filled a room. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's incredible. exactly. So you know, they used to be a thing called Blockbuster Video. Now you hit the on-demand button on your cable box. And you essentially have a blockbuster video just right. right there in front of you. Like you don't got to go nowhere. Yeah. There's, there's 4,000 things to choose from. I'm giving it yeah. a Or you jailbreak your fire stick. You jailbreak your fire trigger. stick. Jailbreak your fire stick. Happy trigger there. Uh, 
I'm giving Lay off the goddamn button, man. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm not clapping for y'all. I'm not clapping for y'all. I'm clapping for AI. I'm clapping for our robot overlords. Cause when they start like going through all of the data and they start saying they can realize, oh, that was a joke. You can't live. Right. You know, so. Right. We're just joking, robot overlords. I want you to take over. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I don't think right now, you know what, man, I'll tell you something. Those jobs have to be filled or, or like I said, man, people start getting good and broke, man. You'll see the change. People will start, but they won't stay long. They won't stay long when they go to a shit situation. What's cool? So endurance is taking a hit. What? This whole thing is, 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 is all but demolished uh, endurance. What's going on? I think we'll see that. What's happening right, right now is this something is that I'm going to call the great upheaval, where there's going to be a great amount of change, more change than we've seen at any point. I would say in the 20th century, but it's now the 21st century. You know, this is in our lifespans that now spans like two centuries is starting to get to that point. We're going to see a, a great upheaval. When have you seen all of these companies laying off all of these people at work? When have you seen all these people that are living in homes that they're waiting for the government or the courts to, to decide their fate? What's going to happen with them, with the payments that they've owned? Where have you seen a pandemic coming through the country that really no one has, a, has control on it? The whole point of me, like, you know, talking about the numbers vaccinated and unvaccinated is the simple fact that still killed the same amount of people. You know, we only have but so much control over what's going on with this pandemic. It's not the people that are vaccinated. It's not the unvaccinated. Maybe the unvaccinated that are walking around without masks and washing, not washing their hands and touching everything and screaming in people's faces. But generally, they're, they're usually, like, dying, like, unfortunately, or their people are getting really, really sick. And sooner or later, they may get the message or... They may come up with an immunity that is greater than everything else because the ones that are left living are going to be the very strong. You know, so this is just nature. The mutated. The mutated. The mutated. Exactly. <laughs> the mutated. And where are they going to mostly be? Florida. Because Florida, <laughs> Florida has no, they're just a damn, the fucking state. It's the fucking stick. So if anyone's going to be left there, there may, there may only be like 50 people left in the state, but they're going to be the strongest 50 motherfuckers in the contiguous other 50 states. And you still will not be able to fuck with Florida. That's my prediction. See, I was thinking you were going to say they were going to be, I, I was thinking you were going to say they were going to be in the projects. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause they, right. they all ended up bound up together. You know, they ain't got, they ain't got no dough surrounded they by just, it. They just pounded it out. Yeah. And they still won't let them buy the property. So pretty soon it'll all be swampland again. They'll do something. I don't know. But hey, this is actually going to put this. Is that the swampland? Like so Florida is built on swampland. Isn't Miami built on, isn't it like propped up over a big like swamp? Yeah, Miami's in trouble. It's in, My, it's in trouble. Down. I don't understand why all these people are buying. Well, I guess because they're they're billionaires, 
and they're going to build a wall or they already have some type of structural idea of how they're going to keep the city afloat. Yeah, they don't. They don't? Like, it's the Times did a piece about uh, Florida like two weeks ago, and a lot of it is built on like this very porous material. Like, they have a problem with Mm -hmm. sinkholes in Florida and in Miami especially. Mm. Like, they they got plans. None of them are good. Like, I I have a cousin who's in high-end real estate down there, and she's selling apartments to millionaires and billionaires from other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, they must be looking at like, fuck it. Like the water level is going to raise in 99 years. It won't, st- I won't still be here then. It'll be, it'll be my era's problem. Like for now I can live in Miami. Like you or I would like, I need this, I need this investment to grow. They're just, they're tucking their money. Aren't they losing like a quarter inch? Like aren't they sinking like a quarter inch every year or some shit? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah it, it's a, it's a bad situation, the flooding, but even, I mean, you know, every place, Long Island, like there are places in Long Island flood that never flooded when I, when I was a kid. Oh yeah. It gets and now bad. they flood all the time. It gets bad here. Now it's like the water load. This, this climate change is like real. It's real. So my suggestion, absolutely. If you like, like girls in bikinis, buy property in Alabama. When Florida goes down, they have to go somewhere. <laughs> Who are in trouble? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 57. I don't know if Alabama's yeah. the place. So the Florida Shore. Yeah. Listen, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm too old I for mean, that. It's just not. Alabama is bad, man. I'm te- That's where we need to start with in some of that uh, hidden history. That's a, I they, bet you there's corporate. That history is not so Alabama, man. It's, that history is not so well, right. Brother, they had their, the governor. I'm talking the, about, I'm talking about the thing I said, where, where, you know, where there's, there are companies that exist that we either pay for products and services, but we have no idea that they are rooted, rooted in slavery. I'm talking right. about the yeah. average person just going and, and buying stuff. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of damn episodes oh. that can come out of Alabama. And well, half the, <laughs> half the furniture we buy that comes out of North Carolina. Right. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Furniture. Tobacco. Yeah. So when you start talking about, I mean, tobacco, tobacco, it has its roots in slavery. So I don't, I don't know. The, uh, what, so yeah, <laughs> all of that. So you think they all have, like Rob, even the bad dolls. So you, <laughs> the bad dolls. so you think that if you try to buy an expensive, like bale of hay in Alabama, <laughs> they're going to follow you into the feed store. They're going to follow you. <laughs> if you try to buy your huh? mule, the best oats. If you try to buy the best oats, Alabama got two things, country and football. And I love the Crimson Tide. I've been a fan since the seventies, but as you can tell, that's when I was racially unaware. I just like to say, cause, cause their, their hero, their patron saint was a, yeah, bear was, yeah, you know, bear was a good stuff. Yeah. Boy. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Unless you're from Alabama or I have some type of tie, I never was able to understand a black Alabama fan. Well, I'll explain it. Wait, 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 it out. It blows me. Walter Lewis. It blows me. Walter you know, Lewis, like, why? As I was, why as, as I was growing up, Walter Lewis, that was like, we're going back to like 1978, 79, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. He was the starting quarterback uh-huh. for the Alabama Crimson Tide. 
And if you looked at the quarterback right. landscape at that point in time, there weren't any black quarterbacks out there. There might have been one or right. two. Not at the major media. schools like not that. Not at the major schools. Then why not so, be a fan of Hills? Uh, uh, be a fan of Hill. I'm fucking and, nine years old, dude. Uh, I'm watching the Super Friends. I'm just no, I'm talking about when I'm I'm not, I think it's I'm an not asking you ask. I'm <laughs> asking you ask. I'm asking the typical person something like that happens to or even grown people now. I'm not I'm not talking to you. Okay. Uh specific, you know? Yeah. But that's why I like I know why but, but he could answer specifically. I know why you're an Alabama fan. Yeah. I see it at the crowd at the games. Yeah. All the time, jumping up and down and cheering and stuff. I said, oh, that's why. You know, X like yeah. Alabama. <laughs> Rob gets it. There's just, there are, there are PT. He's He just said that when you go to the chicken place, you don't get the thighs. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this is why my you know what that Trump you know what that stick me. Right. Hey, hey. City wings is the only place where wings are better than breast, bruh. Only at only at city wings. So you're saying that I was so you're saying that even as a little wings boy, are better than breast. I guess that makes sense. I can't even uh, argue with that. Born in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, you know, Howard just signed a real dope uh, running back, a quarterback or something, man. You got to be a Bison fan right now, ain't you? Uh, basketball player, Don Maker. Don Maker, basketball. Uh, no, football player. Oh, he signed the uh, force, what, coming out of high school this year? Yeah. Okay. I forget. I, you know, I just I just saw something about it, you know, and it was, oh, it's a uh, matter of fact, his father. It's famous. His last name is who's uh son is it? Committed to Howard. Shit, well, man, I gotta Deion, think of it. But yeah, Deion is making a Dion is making an impact across the entire HBCU landscape. You know, he brought a lot of yeah. conversation I, to it, and that like you know we got to give Dion another round of applause for that. And everything. Yeah, like Eddie George was at TSU. Yep. 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 So it's like yo, and that's what they really need because. It's a shame to see all these brothers go through these four-year schools and walk out with nothing but their memories of, like, two-a-days while they were college students. And it's like, you know, so it's like, you know, take your ass to an HBCU. They love you more. Born in trouble. Thank you. From California. Oh, which called? Tony Braxton's son's going to be going to, to Howard. Yeah. Mr. Grant Lancaster. That might be, might be worth, like, Hanging out around the edge of the yard and shit, see Tony Braxton goes up. Right. Grand Lancaster. I, I, I actually don't want to hang out. He's, he's going to Alabama. He's, he's going to go to Alabama. New 896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, bitch. Come get you some. Come get you some. I'm Wait. Rough, rough. What you no thighs, no legs. Why, why are you going rogue on me at the end? From New Jersey, Mr. Robert Brooks. Gone rouge, not road. Gone rouge. Bell <laughs> Rock. Born in trouble. Joining us. Peace. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. Career Builder calls it the Great Rehire. 
and we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts, so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to CareerBuilder.com today, or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at CareerBuilder.com.